RTHK News. It's one o'clock, I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. There's a heavy police presence in Victoria Park, parts of which are closed to prevent unauthorised gatherings. CE-elect John Lee says there's much work to do before the mainland border can reopen. And a paediatrics expert says COVID cases at a kindergarten show why parents shouldn't be complacent about vaccination. There's a heavy police presence around Victoria Park today after authorities closed off part of the park to prevent unauthorised gatherings on the 33rd anniversary of June 4th. Groups of officers are stood by in the area, with some conducting patrols together with police dogs. Notices were put up in the area reminding people that groups of over four people are not allowed under anti-pandemic regulations. CE-elect John Lee says many hurdles remain before the SAR's border with the mainland can reopen. Natalie Ching has the details. In an interview with the Hong Kong China News Agency, Mr Lee said the resumption of normal travel couldn't come at the expense of the mainland's anti-epidemic measures. He said people needed to understand that it wouldn't be easy to reopen the border and that ultimately the mainland authorities will make the decision based on the overall epidemic situation. He noted that Hong Kong continued to report hundreds of cases and said infection risks would have to be brought under control before any reopening. Mr Lee also said that he was absolutely confident that there will be no repeat of the 2019 riots, saying that the national security risk here is under control now and the government's intelligence gathering has improved. The head of the Pediatric Society has called on parents not to let their guard down against COVID, saying some wrongly believe that children who've recovered from the virus don't need to be vaccinated. Dr Patrick Ipp says only around half of pupils in some kindergartens and primary schools have received jabs, increasing the risk of transmission when they take off their masks for meals or a nap. The schools should also be um, a little bit more cautious in terms of uh, infectious disease control. For example, when children need to remove their masks, they need to ensure that children will be kept at a certain distance. In particular, when they are going to drink or to eat or to have some sleeping at, at the school level, uh, we would need to ensure that the distance between individual students should be at a minimal distance. And also with some protection, they having some plastic cover. Officials reported a probable case of transmission in a kindergarten yesterday. Two children who'd slept close together were infected. The police say they've arrested a couple on suspicion of murdering their 14-month-old daughter. They say the baby, who'd suffered neck injuries, was already dead when officers found her at a village house in Pat Hearn last night. They'd been contacted by the father of the 32-year-old woman suspect, who said he'd been unable to get in touch with her. The male suspect is aged 33. The governor of Luzhansk province says a Ukrainian counteroffensive has recaptured about 20% of the key eastern city of Severodonetsk. Sergei Haidai said it should end speculation that Russian forces were on the verge of seizing the city. But he said Ukraine needed long-range artillery from its western allies to pursue a counteroffensive. We really lack long-range artillery. They simply shell our positions for hours, then throw a company of freshly mobilized Russian troops into battle. They die and the Russians realize that the firing points are not suppressed, and they start firing again. And we have this pattern for the fourth month now. In his nightly video address, President Volodymyr Zelensky said the Russian offensive was nothing more than war crimes, shame and hatred. The Kremlin spokesman said that the military had achieved certain results. 
Speaking in Sochi, President Putin said Russia was ready to guarantee the safe export of grain from Ukraine via ports it controls on the Azov and Black Seas. He denied Moscow was preventing Ukrainian ports from exporting grain. Of course, we're now seeing attempts to shift the responsibility for what's happening on the world food market, the emerging problems in this market, onto Russia. This is an attempt, as our people say, to shift the problems from a sick head to a healthy one. And out of the weather, it'll be mainly cloudy with a few showers, heavier in some areas with thunderstorms in the morning. The minimum temperature will be about 28 degrees, hot with sunny periods during the day. The maximum temperature will be around 32 degrees, moderate to fresh southwesterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground. The outlook, hot with a few showers on Sunday, heavy showers and squally thunderstorms in the following couple of days. The current temperature is at 31 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is at 73%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is almost five minutes past one. A former top White House official under Donald Trump has been detained for defying a subpoena from the committee investigating last year's attack on the U.S. Capitol building. Peter Navarro is the second Trump advisor to be charged with contempt of Congress. Following his indictment, Mr. Navarro said the committee's orders were unlawful and unenforceable. What that kangaroo committee is doing right now is investigating for punitive purposes. They're essentially acting as judge, jury, and executioner. Their mission, their clear mission, is to prevent Donald John Trump from running for president in 2024 and being elected for president. And people like me are in their way, and they're not coming for me and Trump, they're coming for you. Shares in the electric car company Tesla fell sharply on the U.S. stock exchange after its chief executive, Elon Musk, announced that he wanted to cut 10% of the firm's workforce. In a leaked email, Mr. Musk said he had a super bad feeling about the economy. Inflation has been soaring in the U.S., leading to expectations that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates further in the coming months. Daniel Ives is an analyst from Wedbush Securities. We're starting to see a slowdown in the economy. You'll see ultimately a tick down in hiring. And I do believe Musk, there's ulterior motives here too, because trying to get more employees back to the office. But no doubt, I mean, this is going to be another fanning of the flames for those that have worries about the economy. Police in Colombia have arrested five people suspected of involvement in the murder last month of a Paraguayan prosecutor. Marcelo Pecci was shot dead on a beach near the city of Cartagena while he was on honeymoon. The authorities believe he was targeted by drug trafficking gangs. The president of Paraguay, Mario Abdo, welcomed the arrests, which took place in Medellin, and thanked his Colombian counterpart, Ivan Duque. In the name and on behalf of the Paraguayan people, I'd like to thank President Duque and his entire team for this great result in the process of investigating and capturing the murderers of the prosecutor Marcello Pecci. Let us hope that the intelligence work will be stepped up so that the culprits are brought to justice for this tragic event. To sport and in tennis, Rafael Nadal is through to his 14th French Open final after his opponent, Alexander Zverev, was forced to retire through injury. Nadal was leading by one set and level at six all in the second, when the German was left unable to continue. The 13-time previous winner said it wasn't the way he wanted to reach tomorrow's match-up against Norway's Kaspar Rud.
it's a dream being a final of Roland Garros. Of course, that way is not the way that we want it to be, you know, and uh, you feel very sorry for, if you are human, <laughs> you you should be very, feel very sorry for, for a colleague. Today's women's final will be between Poland's Iga Swiatek and the American teenager Coco Gauff. Swiatek starts as favourite, having won the last eight finals she has played in. So will it be a competitive match? Here's the BBC's tennis correspondent, Russell Fuller. Very much hoping so. Iga Swiatek is by some margin the best player in the world. She's the world number one who has won her last 34 matches. She's won a Grand Slam before at Roland Garros when it was played in September and October of 2020 because of the pandemic. She looks to have too much for pretty much everybody in the world right now. But could Coco Goff upset the form book? She is only 18. She was 15 when she reached the fourth round of Wimbledon in 2019. She's climbing in the rankings. She'd be one of the youngest winners in the history of the women's event at the French Open. She's playing with a lot of confidence, but Iga Swiatek looks to be just a class apart at the moment. And finally, a meal considered to be Singapore's national dish, Hainan chicken rice, is under threat following a ban on poultry exports by its neighbour, Malaysia. Singapore relies on Malaysia for a lot of its chicken imports. But Kuala Lumpur has imposed the ban to try to curb rising poultry prices. Long queues have formed at some famous food stalls as diners fear their favourite meal will disappear. However, some diners are understanding. It's, it's a global issue. And it's just unfortunate that uh, Singapore is very dependent on uh, food resources from elsewhere. And we just have to adapt and find another source of food. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. There's a heavy police presence in Victoria Park. Uh, parts of which are closed to prevent unauthorised gatherings on the 33rd anniversary of June the 4th. Groups of officers are stood by in the area, with some conducting patrols. CE-elect John Lee says there's much work to do before the mainland border can reopen. And a paediatrics expert says COVID cases at a kindergarten show why parents shouldn't be complacent about vaccination. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. <laughs> Food and Environmental Hygiene Department will allocate some 10,000 extendable public niches located at Wohopshek Columbarium. From May 11th to June 10th, online applications can be submitted through the department's website. Application forms can also be obtained from the website or through other means and can be submitted by fax, email or mail or in person. For details, please call 2841-9111. Given the volatility of the pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop over time after receiving a vaccine. Getting the third jab gives extra protection to guard against the virus. Most importantly, it reduces the risks of severe disease and death. The mutant strains are highly contagious. Get the first and second doses soon if you haven't done so and receive the third one on time to protect yourself and those around you. Enhance protection. Get all three doses. All about the keys, tickling the ivories, whether it's synths, electric pianos, keyboards, grands, uprights, whatever. Some of the most memorable, some of the most amazing, just some of my favorites, tracks that include the keys. I love me a good piano. And of course, this movie scared the living crap out of me back in the day. 
The Exorcist. One of the first songs I learned to play on the piano. And of course, being a piano player, you gotta love the piano man. Here's Angry Young Man. (laughs) 